you might buy some and try it out and it might make you feel terrible. Mm -hmm. But like, don't buy that one again next time. Like it definitely is trial and error. Mm -hmm. Like I had to go through a lot of different brands and different things until I found Mm -hmm. the ones that I actually like. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Haley. And I'm Jess. And our episode today, as you can tell by the title, is on cannabis. And we're going to be answering all of your guys' questions about this. And I think it's funny because it feels so weird to call it cannabis. (laughs) I know. When I listened back to the Cali Sober episode, I was like, I do not call it cannabis this much. I say like pot, marijuana, like ganja, Mary Jane, like weed, you know, so yeah, it's just kind of I feel like when I talk to other people about it, I say cannabis, but if it's just like me using it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to smoke some weed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I never say I'm going to go smoke some cannabis. You want to go pick up some cannabis at the dispensary? <laughs> so odd. No, but it does sound like more of like a medical term. So it's it kind of funny. It's the uh, professional term, I guess, right? Anyways, we're going to say cannabis just for the sake of this episode, but also known as weed. <laughs> um, I'm sure we could list off about 20 other things people call it. Um, I think one thing we should note since like right when we're starting this episode is that cannabis is legal in Washington state where we currently are living. So we are not promoting or partaking in a illegal substance. Yes. Yeah. That's something very important to say. We forgot to mention that in the Cali Sober episode forever. Yeah. So saying that right off the bat this time. Um, and then I know you were kind of looking up what states it's yeah. legal in or not legal in. Yeah. So within the United States, there are some states where it's legal, some states where it's not, some states where it's just like medicinally allowed or CBD oil is allowed for medicinal only And honestly, I was going to write down the states and then I was like, this is just too much information. (laughs) You could literally Google it because it'll show you like a map of where it's legal, where it's only medicinal. There's 50 fucking states. Am I supposed to write down each one? (laughs) We're creating a podcast episode on cannabis. Bailey's just like, Google it. (laughs) (laughs) No, if you are listening to this episode and you're curious what states it's legal in and what states it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll I'll tell you. I'll link it in the show notes. I'll link the map. That was amazing. Okay. Um, I'm going to start off by just, I guess, going over. I have a lot of people that ask me why I use cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I do suffer from a chronic illness, also known as chronic Lyme disease. And so I don't use it just to get high. I definitely had my days where I did use it just to get high Mm -hmm. when I was younger. Um, But then when I did get really sick, I actually had my Lyme doctor ask me if I wanted a medical card. And first, my first thought was, why do I need a medical card? It's legal. Yes. But what I didn't know is that a medical card actually saves you from having to pay the sales tax. Yes. Huge difference. Um, So I was like, okay, yeah, I'll take a medical card. And... She was like, I think that this will help you with a lot of your symptoms. And I was like, I was really intrigued because I had never used it 
for an actual reason before. Yeah. And so I was like, this is like a whole new world. Like I'm going to be going to the pot shop feeling like a badass because I'm like actually buying this for a reason rather than just to like go home and eat a whole thing of Oreos. It's not just the pot shop. It's like the pharmacy for exactly, you. Exactly. So that was um, pretty interesting. I got my medical card and went to a dispensary, pot shop, whatever it's you want to call it Kushmart <laughs> I did not go to Kushmart uh, for those in Washington uh, State who know who, what Kushmart is I it's not my favorite I will say that um so the reasons that I use it now are definitely to help me fall asleep because I have a lot of like racing thoughts at night mm-hmm. when I go to lay down I close my eyes and I start thinking about everything that happened that day everything that might happen the next day um you know like all of the things that I might have said to somebody that I wish I didn't say and like just all of this like anxiety thoughts. Yeah. So if I like smoke weed before I go to bed, then it like calms those thoughts and I start thinking about like happier type things mm-hmm. and it's just easier to fall asleep because I'm more relaxed. Yeah. Um, another big reason is I barely have an appetite just ever and for those of you who have smoked weed, you know, when you use it, you get hungry. Mm-hmm. So it does help me actually eat. If I don't use it, then I realize that I can go like almost a whole day without eating. And it's just like, damn, like that's not good. Um, and then another reason I used it, which I actually did this recently, um, when my dog passed a few weeks ago, I was really like depressed and really sad about it. And using cannabis was the only thing that would like bring my mood back up Mm -hmm. and so I just smoked a shit ton of weed for like a lot of days in a row and then it like helped me not be depressed so those are like my top three reasons yeah well and I know another big reason that a lot of people will use it is to manage pain Mm -hmm. or for nausea like people with chemotherapy if they're like vomiting and stuff like that Um, which is interesting that you didn't even mention the pain side of things because I'm sure that that is Do you use it for pain management at all? So I see more of pain management being like strictly the CBD side of it. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I can talk about too, which like there's CBD and then there's THC. You can get like a combination of both. And if I if there's CBD in it, then I do feel like it helps me with pain. Yeah. But if there's not CBD in it, then I definitely I don't feel like it helps me with pain at all. Okay. So but. I also see, I see CBD oil as almost like an entire separate entity than mm-hmm. like cannabis for some reason now. Well, because it's not psychoactive. Like it's and it's like, like sold at the fucking like drugstore mm-hmm. now. They know? sell it to your dog. Yeah. To your pet. Like <laughs> you can get it in lotion form. Like Exactly. You can get it anywhere and everywhere mm-hmm. now. So yeah, I just see that differently. CBD does help with pain um, if I buy a strain or something that is CBD and THC I always look for like one-to-one ratio so if you are somebody that's chronically ill like that is my biggest suggestion if you're Mm -hmm. looking to get into cannabis is to make sure that you are looking for a strain that is one-to-one that is equal ratio of THC and CBD because that will help you with the pain as well yeah um it's funny because my experience is totally different than you. Like, I don't necessarily use it medicinally. I like how I say I don't necessarily use it medicinally. <laughs> I mean, I use it recreationally. <laughs> um, and so 
it's just a totally different experience, I feel like, for the two of us as far as what we use it for. But I do think it's cool because there are so many people who use this as a way to manage anxiety, to deal with their chronic illness or their pain or to like, I don't know, feel hungry again. I what I was going to say suppress your appetite, but it's like the opposite yeah, of that. Yeah, um, Yeah. I do think it's interesting when you say to manage anxiety because I have a hard time seeing cannabis as being something to help me manage anxiety. Mm -hmm. But I think that's because I'm so goddamn sensitive to everything. Yeah. Um, Like caffeine. Yeah. Like caffeine. I'm very caffeine sensitive. Just, you know, foods in general and Mm -hmm. like just chemicals in general and things. And so I realized like there's a lot of different brands out there mm-hmm. for like marijuana and they don't all like grow it the same right and so what something that I realized is I can buy some weed smoke it and have insane anxiety yeah and then next week I can buy some different you know a different strain smoke that and it will help me with anxiety yeah so it's like very questionable Mm -hmm. and I think that is something that's important for people to know is like you might buy some and try it out and it might make you feel terrible Mm -hmm. but like don't buy that one again next time like it definitely is trial and error Mm -hmm. like I had to go through a lot of different brands and different things until I found Mm -hmm. the ones that I actually like Mm -hmm. well and if if you don't like it and you don't enjoy it and you have a bad experience every time you don't have to use it (laughs) either. (laughs) True. So it's not like you have to find a way to make it work for you. But if you're looking for ways to manage your symptoms and maybe you've had some similar experiences, just know like that's a really good thing to note for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, I will put another thing out there Um, as somebody that's chronically ill. When I do go to a shop to purchase it, I always ask them for their clean green certified strains and clean green certification it was created in 2004 and it's just a way to like regulate legal cannabis products um because they call themselves organic but like there was no organic like certification for a Mm -hmm. while um you know like there is on food and stuff yeah so it was created in 2004 so now they have to get clean green certified in order to put organic and stuff on their labels which is great 2004 yeah what? Yeah. Weed hasn't even been legal in like it got legalized in Washington state in 2015. Yeah, very strange. It makes me wonder when the medical side of things started to be legal. Well, medical was here for a while before. You think like 2004? Well, I don't know how long, but I it was, was like, I was here for a few years before we went recreational Someone too, someone created the clean green standard before this shit was legal. <laughs> but wasn't it legal in like Colorado for like quite a while before it was legal here i'm gonna have to check that weed map again to see we would have known this if Haley would have done her research correctly (laughs) no i feel like colorado i think it said like 2013 that was like one of the first ones and then we followed up after them but okay interesting but yeah so uh, when i've smoked weed that's not clean green certified that basis clean green certified basically means they don't use any dangerous pesticides Mm mm-hmm coming from somebody that is really highly sensitive to pesticides in food I knew I was going to be highly sensitive to pesticide in marijuana Mm -hmm. so like 
I think I've called it three different things now. I've called it weed, marijuana, and cannabis. I can't make up my mind. But anyways, so no dangerous pesticides. So always ask for clean, green, certified brands. Some pot shops will look at you like a fucking idiot yeah. when you ask them that because they are so recreational that they don't even know why the hell you want to smoke weed for any other reason than mm-hmm. to just get baked out of your mind. So yeah. I will say that. Yeah, c- we had that experience just recently like when we went in there and you were like do you have any clean green certified and she's like what's that yeah and you're like great you're the perfect (laughs) bud tender (laughs) yeah but I do think it's interesting because when they legalized marijuana for recreational use it was weird because I don't think that the medical people could convert to recreational like it's like you had to get certain licenses in order to sell so it just makes me I don't know. There's probably not as much medical people at the recreational stores. Definitely not. Because Mm -hmm. so there is one shop that I go to in Shoreline here in Washington and they were medical before it was recreational. So now they sell to recreational users as well, but they have the medical vibe. Yes. So they are all they know exactly what clean green certified is. They know exactly which strains will help you with what symptoms like Mm -hmm. they are amazing. Shout out to Dockside Cannabis. Yeah, I've <laughs> but, been there with you before. Yeah, 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 and I loved it. But yeah, there's other places, aka Kushmart, <laughs> that literally look look at you like you're an alien when you ask them. Well, that. I remember when you got your medical card from your Lyme doctor, and Kushmart <laughs> was the dispensary close to where you lived, yeah. and you tried to bring your medical card in there. And they were like, you need an appointment. Like we can't give you, like you can't save on the tax. It was like such a nightmare. And you're like, such, what's the point yeah. of getting my freaking medical card? And then, yeah. The, yeah, I just remember that. That was the worst. But um, if you are somebody that's curious, like what brands are Clean Green Certified, you can go to cleangreencertified.com. I'll link it in the show notes. And it has an entire directory of all of the brands that are certified under them, which is so goddamn helpful because mm-hmm. now I can just do the research myself, go into a shop and I don't have to ask them that question that they don't know the answer to. I can just look for those brands. Yep. So it's going to be much easier. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Hey guys, if you've been listening to our episodes, then you've heard probably hundreds of times already that we are obsessed with clean craft and we have a special, special discount code to give you guys. So when you go to cleancraft.com, punch in the word soul for 5% off and free shipping. And I don't know about you, Haley, but I know they make me feel damn good. Yes. And I do want to tell everybody that if you chug two of them really fast in a row, you'll feel great. <laughs> Jessica actually <laughs> wants you to report back on that. You guys, I do love clean craft though, because they're a non-alcoholic option and they're ready to drink in a can, which is so huge if you're looking for a beverage to bring with you to a party or something like that. So I cannot suggest this company enough. They have amazing flavors. They're perfect to mix up with mocktails or cocktails if you still drink alcohol. Um, so yeah, you guys, you have to try them out. Go try them out. Let us know what you guys think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are interested, like, what kind of strain do you like? Do you like indica? Do you like sativa? Do you like hybrid? And if you're listening to this and you're like, what the hell are those? <laughs> we'll cover some of the basics. But do you want to start start with the basics or do you want to dive into, like, which ones we like? I think let's start with the basics. Um 
So actually me and Haley are pretty opposite on this, which Mm -hmm. is, I think, pretty cool because we'll be able to cover all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So there's three types, sativa, indica, and hybrid. Obviously, hybrid is like a mix of both of them. Um, I personally like hybrids and indicas. Um, I stay far away from sativas, but Haley loves sativas, so it's pretty funny. But yeah. indica, the indica strain I see as being like more medicinal. Mm-hmm. Um, it can give you more of like a body high, which in return can make you feel like lazier. Um, they call it like the couch lock effect mm-hmm. where you get like stuck on your couch and you don't want to move yep. because your body is just like so high. Yep. Um, and it's also used for like sleeping. So um, do you want to talk about sativa or do you want me to say what I have here? Well, you can go into that. Okay. So sativa, which I would almost call opposite of indica, mm-hmm. um, is known for more of like a head high because it doesn't make your body feel as like tired and like exhausted. Um, but sativa is more used for like you can smoke that and then get or you can be like productive. Mm-hmm. Um, they also call it more of like a euphoric high because yeah. it is more in your head. And people also use it like for like creatively so like if they're like painting or like something they'll smoke sativa beforehand yeah and then hybrid obviously is just a mix of both yeah and I I agree with the creativity side of sativa sometimes I feel like when I use that I'll have like the greatest ideas and it's funny because I'm always like I'm gonna just jot this down for later in case I'm like too high (laughs) like this is a horrible idea (laughs) but I do feel like I come up with some like pretty creative things and like fun ideas when I do use sativa. Um, But I also like to use it like if I'm like cleaning the house on like a Sunday or something like that, like turning on music, just because I do feel like it is more of like that fun, euphoric, like, I don't know. And I'm not like stuck on my couch all day because nothing makes me more pissed off than when I smoke weed and then I'm like, I'm ready for a fucking nap. It's like, that's my favorite feeling in the world. <laughs> this seems like such a waste to me. <laughs> like, okay, so for me, I smoked sativa one time. I didn't know it was a sativa. I just, I think it was like something like my brother had or a friend had. I don't remember. I smoked it. I went home and I was feeling productive. I'm like, I'm going to clean my fucking house, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is weird. I'm not sure why I feel like cleaning my house when I just smoked a bunch of weed, but yeah. whatever. I did not get anywhere in cleaning my house. I literally probably paced around the same room (laughs) back and forth for Uh, like a goddamn hour. I picked up the same object and set it down like 20 hundred (laughs) times. And then I finally was just like, I am like so baked that I can't even get to the next step of what I'm trying to do. It's like the functioning. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was when I was like, fuck sativa. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. This gets me way too like jittery. And I don't even know the word that I'm looking for. It's just, it makes me anxious. Yeah. Is what I would say it does. Yeah. So like I'm, that's why I'm totally for indica instead, because I would rather just like smoke it when I'm done with everything else and just be chill and just chill. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Have you ever had like a bad experience of indica like that made you not like it? I, n- not that I can think of the one bad experience that I'm 
thinking of actually I don't know if I should say it (laughs) maybe not (laughs) I just remember I ate an edible one time and it was like a medical marijuana cookie and I just ended up really freaking stoned and I I remember I was driving this is like the the bad part this is why I'm like I don't know if I should say this um but I I was not expecting that type of situation or it to like hang out that long and when I was driving I just I was I was close to my house and I was like where the fuck am I like I just felt lost I was like it was so scary damn yeah and obviously that's illegal I do not we do not promote that. Yeah. <laughs> do not smoke and drive. This was years ago, too, back when it was just medical marijuana. But yeah, I just remember that. And then I was like, I don't know if I ever want to do edibles again, because this was like a terrifying experience. And OK, so yeah. let's talk about this. You had a terrifying experience with edibles, yet you freaking love edibles I didn't eat them, though, for a really long time. Okay. Like, I did I had a terrible experience with edibles, and you know me still. I won't touch them to this day. Yeah. I think because now it's recreational and the milligrams are lower, it's like you know what is in the edible that you're eating. So the edible that you ate, was it like some edible that a friend made in like their kitchen at their house because that's the edible that I ate I don't know how much was in that thing Tiana one time literally puked on her freaking shoes because she had brownies that somebody made and she just got so freaking high but no it was a medical grade cookie so I don't know how many milligrams it had in it Mm -hmm. but they used to make that stuff way more potent than they do recreational stuff so when I get edibles now it's like 10 milligrams in an edible which has never given me the same experience so so for me I find edibles to be very questionable and I've talked to a lot of people that have had similar experience of bad trips with edibles and a lot of those people happen to be chronically ill so I will say that my thing that I have come up with I don't know. I don't have research to back this up. The theory. This is my, yeah, my thing that I came up with. Theory is the word I was looking for. My theory that I've come up with is that I can't process edibles correctly. They make me anxious. They make me feel terrible because all of the additives in Mm -hmm. it. And it's the same thing for food for me. If I eat plain chicken and white rice, I feel fine. If I eat a completely seasoned piece of chicken covered in sauce with rice, I feel terrible. Mm -hmm. And it's just dependent on what's in it. Yeah. So like, that's why I stay away from edibles because I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't want blue number two and yellow number 15 as well with my weed. Yeah. Well, my favorite edible is these rainbow belts. Mm -hmm. And I could just, you wouldn't eat that kind of thing normally, like a piece of candy, like a rainbow belt candy. So it makes sense that you wouldn't do the edible version of something like that. I I guess I should, I should uh, not put my foot in my mouth because I would probably try a um, edible if it was an Oreo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised I don't make those. I was just thinking though, because isn't it like a butter and like oil that they they yeah. make edibles out of? So couldn't you like technically make like veggies? Like, well, I could probably make my own. Yeah, and like make it like a with ingredients that I trust. And yeah, 
I should do that as an experiment someday and like see if it, that still makes me feel weird. I don't know. I just feel like food is so questionable that I'm like, I don't even want to mix it with, yeah. with cannabis. Just because makes it that's just Yeah, that's just way more like anxiety on what might happen to me. Yeah. But. Well, that's nice because we did have somebody ask the pros and cons of smoking versus edibles with chronic illness. So I definitely feel like that kind of covers that. Yeah. Um, and we did have somebody ask, like, what are our favorite ways to consume it, too? So I feel like we can roll into that mm-hmm. as well. Um, I like you can start first. I, I know you use like you eat edibles a lot. But like, yeah. what are your other favorite ways? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I haven't eaten edibles in like a long time. Normally, I would do edibles like if we we're going to a concert or like going going out or something like that. So I don't just eat edibles while I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> normally, it's like a something I do at a concert or something like that. So normally I will just smoke like Mm -hmm. flour. Um, I do like smoking joints just because it's convenient, but the majority of the time we, we smoke out of a bong. So I'm all for joints. I just, for some reason, love smoking a joint. I don't know why I enjoy the experience so Mm -hmm. much. I've never been a cigarette smoker, so I don't like enjoy the experience of like sitting, you know, like I feel like that would make sense if I like, had a habit of like sitting and smoking a cigarette Mm -hmm. for me to enjoy sitting and smoking a joint. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just, I really, really, really like it. You also use like a pen, right? Yeah. I have like the pen, um, the battery pen, which obviously comes with little like cartridge of like oil that you just screw into it. That's super convenient because I can just put it in my purse, take it with me anywhere. Um, I relied on that heavily for a while when I would go out in public because um, I was like just had so much anxiety with going out in public because my symptoms were so I never knew what was going to hit me at Mm -hmm. what time so if I had that on me I could use it to manage my symptoms while I was out and about Mm -hmm. and it's like a quick like pull out of my purse take one puff put it back in my Mm -hmm. purse it's barely noticeable doesn't smell doesn't yeah barely smells so I did like that for a while Um, but I also really like tinctures Like there's a lot of really good brands, the clean green certified brands that make tinctures. There's just a little bottle and they mix them with just like MCT oil, which is a coconut oil. And it's just literally the marijuana extract Mm -hmm. with coconut oil in a bottle. And you just put a few drops like under your tongue. I really like that. And that's super discreet, too. You Mm -hmm. can take that with you anywhere. I've only ever done CBD Mm. tinctures and Dustin loves those for like nausea the Mm -hmm. cbd side of things so we get this brand called my soul cbd Mm -hmm. um and it's awesome and that i feel like is that legal everywhere cbd cbd maybe i don't really know i know it was in texas for medicinal and i feel like texas is like one of the strictest (laughs) when it comes to marijuana Yeah, I don't know. I guess I assumed CBD is, but I don't really know for sure. I haven't looked into that fact. But um, Fairwinds is also another good brand that does tinctures, too. Um, And a lot of theirs have CBD in them, which I obviously highly recommend. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are the one-to-one ratio. So Fairwinds Cannabis is a good one. Yeah. Um, We can talk about some of our other favorite brands. Okay. I have, like three or four like solid brands that I don't stray from okay like how how are you do you I feel like you try new things often yeah normally like it's the name that gets me like when I'm deciding I'll be like okay which name sounds cooler like (laughs) 
<laughs> like, is it the green crack? Is it the blue dream? Is it like Girl Scout cookies? I don't know. But normally it's like the name for me. And then I go towards the sativas or hybrid leaning ones. So, yeah. I mean, I, it's funny because it is so different for us. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. like, this one makes me feel this way. This one makes me feel this way. To me, it just all kind of is like the same. I am slightly jealous, though, in the fact that you can go walk into a dispensary and just pick your strain like merely off like the look of their marketing yeah. and like the name because like you know that's a big deal for me like when I buy products I'm like if it has cool branding colors yes. I'm like yeah I'm gonna yeah. buy that I like give into that all the time so I can't do that in a dispensary and it, it does bum me out because mm-hmm. there's ones that I see that I'm like oh that looks so fucking pretty that like, packaging I wish I could fucking buy that yeah <laughs> but I just can't <laughs> okay so Um, My favorite ones, I just recently found out about a new brand that I'm obsessed with, and it's called Lazy Bee Gardens, Mm -hmm. and it's Clean Green Certified, which is amazing. Um, I bought a pre-rolled joint from them, um, actually the weekend that my dog passed away. I bought that, and I bought a couple of them, and I smoked those all weekend long, and it was amazing. Totally a fan. I'm definitely going to be buying their shit a lot more often. That was like the first time you posted yourself smoking on Instagram was one it of those was. joints, wasn't it? Yeah. Because you I'm, were like terrified to do it. And yeah. Then you were I am, like, I'm slowly coming out on Instagram about cannabis use. Slowly. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded so nervous when you said that. I think honestly, I think what does make me so nervous about it is that I know that there are people who who are sober in my space. Yeah. And so I just am like talking about smoking or marijuana. I don't want it to be triggering for people, but it all comes back to like the judgment side of things too. You know, somebody, we did put like a question poll on our stories to like ask, have people ask us cannabis questions before we did this recording. And somebody actually asked me if cannabis was frowned upon within like the Lyme community. And I was like, not that I know of. I mean, I feel like it's like anything. Some people agree with it. Some people frown upon it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have like religious reasons or other reasons that you don't approve of cannabis then yeah yeah, you probably aren't gonna like try it for to help you with like your Lyme symptoms but I always just think it's so interesting though how we stigmatize pot but we question when people don't drink it's like not the same thing and I'm sure like the history of pot has something to do with it but I always just find that so interesting because nobody would be like is the use of alcohol frowned upon in the Lyme (laughs) community you know I don't know no I totally get what you're saying um another brand is puffin farm it has a little penguin puffin thing on it (laughs) you know it's a puffin a penguin right no well it's just funny not a penguin I'm just picturing a penguin puffin a joint that's what I'm picturing. Oh, my God. It's puffin. That's funny. Yeah. No, but a puffin's not a penguin. I don't think I think I fucked that up. A puffin's a bird, I think. I don't fucking know. Anyways, it has a puffin on it. <laughs> <laughs> puffin Farm is the brand. Highly recommend. My other favorite is Raven Smokes. Um, they have this strain called Stargazer Myrtle. 
Ooh, that see, is that name. Yeah, I would be like, in, yes. To be honest, their packaging is totally on brand. Like it's so pretty. But I will say, Raven Smokes is not clean green certified. Surprisingly enough, um, at least they're not on the directory. I think they do still say that they're no pesticide, like that they're cleaner, but they don't have the actual certification. Same with um, another brand called Artisan. Artisan makes a pre-roll that's a, it's called Mango Haze. Yep. And it's actually a CBD sativa strain. So it is sativa, but it's high in CBD. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't get you as high. That sativa one I can do. It's the only sativa one I can do. I feel like I've tried that brand for sure. Artisan. It's a popular one in Washington state. It's most places have it. Okay. Yeah. I think the place like down the road from here has it too. So, but those are my top brands. When we were researching for this episode, there was a brand (laughs) called Silky Johnson. (laughs) It wasn't a brand. It was a strain. A strain called Silky Johnson. It was from Artisan, actually. I, I'd smoke some Silky Johnson. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. That sounds so funny though. Okay, we're, we're like, gonna, this is sexual. We're going to go to the dispensary and we're going to buy some Silky Johnson just to say that we tried it. Can I get some of that Silky Johnson <laughs> over there? Can I get a bag full of some Silky Johnsons? <laughs> I got to say the one really intriguing thing about like buying cannabis is the names. Yeah. It's so fun. It is fun. Do you have any other questions that... People um, asked us that we should answer. Yeah. So somebody said, okay, this might sound stupid. How do you know how much to smoke to help your lime? Okay. So I feel like that's trial and error. I don't think that there's like an answer of how much you should smoke. Like I don't smoke the same amount as you. Yeah. You know, like it's well, totally dependent on how sensitive you are. And I... I mean, you wouldn't take the same medication, exact same medication as somebody else. Exactly. That's a perfect way to put it. I think you just need to start slow and just build up until you find out what your tolerance is. Yeah. And definitely like don't go smoking like three joints the first time. Whatever you do, don't smoke a blunt. And let's not start. Let's not start with edibles either. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I would say start with a tincture. Yeah. If you're wanting to start with something like easy because you can take one drop and wait a little bit. Yeah. And then take another drop and Mm -hmm. then wait a little bit. Whereas like if you're smoking a joint, you're more bound to like, oh shit, just finish that whole joint. Let's see what happens. And then you start coughing really bad. And then next thing you know, you're like on the ground spinning and you're like, fucking what happened? Yeah. So, um, another question that we had was, do you ever take tolerance breaks? Which (laughs) I do, but not by choice. Yeah. Um, so sometimes during treatment, I have to stop using cannabis for like, you know, me most of the time, like a month max. Um, just because it can alter like a homeopathic remedy. So I use homeopathic remedies often with my doctor. And when I take the dose, I have to not use cannabis for it about a month, um, sometimes less than that, a couple weeks. So 
it's not my choice to take a tolerance break, but I do take them every now and then because of that. Yeah. And I know just recently, this is something you were like, cool. My doctor told me I can't smoke, but then you struggle because you don't have an appetite when you don't smoke. Yeah. That's my biggest problem with it is I, you know, it's one thing to have to find other things to help me fall asleep and to find other things to help me like deal with like the depression. But how many other things are there out there that can help you get hungry? Mm-hmm. Not that many fucking Probably things. Probably not a lot. Yeah. So like as soon as I stop using cannabis, the whole, like I think there was two days I went where I realized I ate like, I don't know, maybe like one meal each day. But my one meal is also like an eighth of the size of my boyfriend's meals. So I'm like, I don't even know if this is considered a meal. I'm pretty sure this is a snack. <laughs> surviving on snacks (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) so it's tough yeah and I mean the only time I've ever really taken a break is just to show myself that I could Mm -hmm. like when I maybe am questioning my habits or how much I'm smoking I'll be like like I did this last January and I was like I'm just not gonna smoke for 30 days and honestly it was it was awesome. I felt super productive for the 30 days. Like, I don't feel like there was any downsides to it. And I mean, honestly, I might take more breaks in the future just because I know I can. And just proving to myself that it's not something that I need to survive, you know? Yeah. I was just going to look something up that I totally didn't think about earlier when you just said that to like teach yourself that you're, you're not relying on it. Mm -hmm. I do think it's important to point out an actual like syndrome that people are like getting from smoking cannabis like daily yeah um I know some people know about it already a lot of people don't know about it I've actually heard of three people now in real life who have it and it's kind of terrifying (laughs) so I just want to point it out because I just want people to have all the facts about cannabis even if this deters you from doing it I just want you to be aware of it but it's called cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. And it's a condition that leads to repeated and severe bouts of vomiting. So I think this is weird because people use cannabis to stop nausea all the time. However, people that have been using cannabis daily, like they're now probably in their 40s. They were probably using it since they were 14 every day of their life. Mm-hmm. They are developing this syndrome. Wow. And they are going on a work trip and not having cannabis for like two days. And then all of a sudden they're getting super fucking sick mm-hmm. and just vomiting just over and over. Oh end up gosh. being hospitalized. And that's what they're being diagnosed with. So it's with. like it almost a withdrawal almost is kind of what it seems like yeah. but yeah and I I do think that that's important to point out because a lot of people will say you can't get addicted to mm-hmm. marijuana but but the thing is is that it can become very habitual and it can become something that you rely on and if you're using it to manage pain or to be less anxious or to escape like it's just important to be aware of why you're using it and and just not to just think that it's this like magical thing that's like totally fine and I also um I actually read this in a Healthline article prior to the episode that some people that have bipolar disorder 
that cannabis can actually make manic episodes worse. So Mm -hmm. I do think it's important if you're thinking about using this medicinally to help with anxiety or depression or anything like that, it is important to consult a doctor Mm -hmm. and to talk to them about these things, maybe a therapist, because honestly, it may not be the best solution for you because for some people also, like they're like depression symptoms increase, Mm -hmm. whereas some people would, would smoke to decrease depression. So I just think that it's important that this isn't a one size fits all thing and that there are people that do have marijuana use disorder. Like this Mm -hmm. is a thing. It's significantly less people than have alcohol use disorder, but it is still a thing. So definitely important to note that, yeah, it's not a one size fits all. I like that you said that because everything has its downfalls. Everything Mm -hmm. has its side effects. There's not one thing in this world that's like, perfect 100%. And so as much as I am an advocate for using cannabis, I'm not going to hide the fact that there's a syndrome out there that can make you vomit profusely if you use a lot of Mm -hmm. cannabis, you know, like I'm not going to hide that from anybody because who knows, it might freaking happen to me someday. It might happen to someone else I know. I don't know. That would be, yeah. But I do think about it often when using it Mm -hmm. and try to like not use it as much Mm -hmm. as a reminder like hey this is something that could happen you know Mm -hmm. be careful you just never know man that would suck but to end that (laughs) we are going to go pick up some silky (laughs) johnson at the dispensary and we'll let you guys know how it is (laughs) thanks for tuning in bye guys bye